Grab a drink. This is the Prioritize Life Podcast with Miranda Merton, Episode 2. If you're a stay-at-home mom, it's time to own it. Welcome to the Prioritize Life Podcast. Join me on my journey to get excited about life again and to help you travel your path. It's your life the way you want it. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Miranda. Don't forget to visit theprioritizedlife.com for more resources and to join our membership community. So what are you drinking today? Today, I have some coffee and I urge you to go grab a drink so I don't have to drink alone, whether that's wine, coffee, tea, water, whatever it is you feel like putting in your cup. Go ahead and grab one. On my last episode, I briefly touched on that feeling of inadequacy we get as a stay-at-home mom or a stay-at-home parent, and I wanted to touch a bit more on that because that seemed to resonate with a lot of people. I mentioned that my husband and I had decided together that I would be a stay-at-home mom shortly after our daughter was born, and if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to that Uh, really quick. It's about 25 minutes long, just gives you an idea of where I'm coming from, what started my whole journey, and why I'm doing what I do. Um, For us, it didn't make sense with my income at the time to pay for childcare, and staying at home allowed me to be with our daughter so that I would be a part of the big moments and not have to hear it secondhand from a child caregiver because there's nothing worse than someone, you know, telling you when you get home, oh, she took her first steps. Oh, it was awesome. You should have been there. Yeah, I should have been there. So you want to be a part of those big moments and staying at home is a huge part of that. So it seemed like a good solution for my husband and I. And after a while, though, I could tell that he was getting more and more stressed. He was feeling more pressure, you know, with more income that he was getting, raises, bonuses, and but he didn't have any help. All of that pressure was on his shoulders because what if he lost his job tomorrow? We only had one income, and that was a lot of pressure for him. Watching him go through that, that began to wear on me as well. I started to feel like I wasn't contributing enough. You know, not being dressed by 10 a.m. made me feel like I wasn't worthy or I was being unkempt. You know, is the house clean enough? What do you do all day? You get those things from people in your head, uh, maybe even from your husband if he comes home at the end of the day or your wife if she comes home at the end of the day and the house isn't quite as clean as they think it should be for you being home eight hours all day long with the kids. You begin to lose your identity because we're not working outside the home and doing what it is we thought we would do with our life or achieving our life calling, and we begin to feel like we're losing our identity and everything revolves around our kids and the house and the home We're not contributing to the finances. We're not contributing to the income. All of that stuff 
gives us what? Mom guilt. Why do we do this to ourselves? Why do women, and there are some men, do this to ourselves? This is a hindsight is to a more 2020 moment because as we live through it, it's hard to step outside yourself and give yourself kudos for everything that you do. You know, looking back on it, we can definitely see what we're doing on a day-to-day basis has a lot of impact on our family situation. But living in the moment, it's hard to step outside of that and see it. Am I right? So how do we get past it? First of all, don't feel like you have to explain your choices to anyone other than yourself and your partner. One thing we need to stop doing as well is parent shaming. We need to stop mom shaming, dad shaming, parent shaming altogether. Being a parent is hard and we all have to raise our children in the best way that we know how. A lot of that stems from how we were raised, how we see other relationships in our family and how we see you know, our family members being raised. And we do it to the best of our ability. So shaming someone else and their ability to parent does nothing for our own self-worth. And nine times out of 10, it doesn't help anyways because the advice comes off more condescending. And it's really hard to take advice from someone on parenting because that really hits home. It's a, a knife, like twisting the knife. It's like the biggest insult you could give someone is to say that they're a bad parent. So please, we have to stop doing that to each other. We have to stop doing it to ourselves, okay? We are here to live our best life. So if you're struggling with this and the perception that other people have of you and your parenting, here's what you do. I want you to take three days, at least three, because our days are different, a week if you want extra credit, go for it. Um, And I want you to take three days out of your week and journal all of the things you do throughout each day that contribute to running the household, raising your children, and supporting your partner who works outside the house. This is anything from surface level things like laundry and cleaning to less subtle things like teaching your kids manners and life lessons. So Also, don't forget to include the not-so-apparent things like giving your spouse advice on, you know, maybe they had an issue at work and you had to help talk them through it or the help that you gave them on a project if they you had to help fill out a spreadsheet for them and do data entry for them while they worked on something bigger. Sometimes it might be indirect, like taking the kids out of the house for ice cream so that they could work off hours, and the house could be quiet. Write these things down. Every single thing that you do throughout the day, write it down. I want you to then keep that list somewhere you can see it. And if you have people in your life that constantly, you know, berate you or put you down for the work that you do and say, oh, what you do at home is not important, keep that list handy and Keep that on your mind 
That way, if anybody comes at you with anything like that, you can keep those items fresh and you will know how to respond to them next time. Also, that list is good for just you to see. You know, if you're having a bad day, take a look at the list. You know, if that mom guilt comes into your mind at some point during the day, go back to that list and remind yourself how important you are and how the work that you're doing is important. Okay, so if you, and if you do have people in your life that are constantly talking down to you, have those responses ready. And if you're not a confrontational person or you're just tired of dealing with it, tell them to mind their business. Your life is your life and only you know how you want to live it, okay? So lastly, if all else fails, remind yourself this. We are raising humans. That is a human being that you are raising. Did you hear me? Humans. This is not an easy job and everything you do with your children directly affects their life. You're teaching them how to be good people and you're teaching them how to get by in life and nothing is more important than that. Nothing is more important than this job. Everything you do with this little person shapes their personality and their character and they're going to take that out into the world and that is something to be proud of and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. Until next time, remember... It's your life the way you want it.